Welcome back to another episode of She's Busy AF. I'm your host, Lauren Loretto. And today we have a solo monologue. I'm talking to myself, but also to you conversation. It has actually been a hot minute since I've only done like a solo episode. I've been doing like so many guest episodes lately. I've truly been enjoying them like so, so much. So I feel a little awkward. Like (laughs) I'm going to let you into my intrusive thoughts. I pulled the mic up to my face and I was like, wow, I really want to bite that. Like, I have this, like, soft, like, I don't know, mic cover on top of the mic, and I don't know, just kind of, these are my intrusive thoughts. We all have them. I almost just put my mouth around it to bite it. Um, Yeah, so (laughs) welcome to my brain. Weird, yes. Um, Creative, sometimes. Exciting, uh, maybe humor-filled, sometimes. I'm going to stop rambling. This has become really weird. So anyways, today, uh, before I dive into this episode, I just want to say, like I said, I've been having a really great time talking to people I know, people I don't know. I'm getting more comfortable talking to those of you who I don't know coming on the podcast, like having a first real conversation with me. That's been super fun. So if you have any interest at all in being on She's Busy AF, if you feel like based on everything you've listened to, you have a topic you'd like to contribute and that you think the audience would be so into, I'm all here for it. Send us a message on Instagram at She's Busy AF and we can send over the application if we feel like it's a good fit. Uh, We do a little bit of like audience talk there to make sure. So yeah, message us there if you're interested in being on the podcast. Again, I like having conversations, so let's do it. But today's episode is a good one. Uh, I have been thinking about this topic for a pretty long time and um, because it's something I'm literally living in within my business. So if you know anything about what's going on at Brand Good Time, if you've tuned into any episodes lately about like delegation and team, like you'll know that that's kind of like in the thick of where I sit right now. So I manage the team, but also I'm heavily involved in sales and marketing. I'm kind of moved out of the day-to-day of like task completion for clients, which has been wild. (laughs) It's a journey within itself. But what it's done is it's allowed me to see where we have some holes and where we have some issues in, in the business. And that's like so normal for any business to have issues. When you get to come up and like get this bird's eye view, you can really like, you know, dive down, <laughs> narrow in on what you can fix. And so something that's come to mind is like services. And I've seen other agencies in the space or just around me in general start to offer more services within their like agency potential. And sometimes because we all like, you know, thief is the comparison or <laughs> comparison is the thief of joy. We've all compared ourselves to other businesses and been like, well, they're doing this. They must be doing better than me. Or, you know, we all think that. And that's like kind of where my head went a little bit. And then I was like, wait a minute, who are we to start offering more services on top of what we already do? And if you're just like not clear on that at all, we do like a lot of organic marketing, a lot of web development, um, digital marketing, stuff like that. A lot of strategy. Um, and I've been thinking lately, wow, it'd be really great to add like more creative services, more, um, you know, like paid ads management and stuff like that. And I, and I have conflicting thoughts about it because I'm like, well, our services aren't perfect. And I'm literally that person who's like, if it's not perfect, I don't like to move on to the next thing. So how do we make things perfect? (laughs) that's what I want to talk about today. And um, yes, I'm aware that there's no such thing as perfect, perfect, perfect. But at the end of the day, my largest concern is 
our clients being successful and happy and like our team doing and producing good work. And if those things aren't happening, then I feel ill-equipped to add in anything new, okay? So how great are you at the services you're offering right now? <laughs> I'm going to actually give you guys examples. Like, don't worry. This is a pen and paper moment here in a, in a couple of minutes. I'll, I'll be sure to warn you. So nothing excites me and frustrates me more than friction in services and client relationships. What do I mean by that? When something goes wrong, leave it there. When something goes wrong, like I get frustrated, but I also get really excited. It is part learning what did we do wrong and part optimizing to create processes to not let it happen again. And we do a lot of that right now. We've spent the last few months doing a lot of that. There have been multiple moments of friction and frustration and pointing fingers when, you know, like at the end of the day, you you guys know I've talked about like extreme ownership and all of that. Like I always point the finger back to myself, but I still like I'm a human. I can't help myself from like getting frustrated. I always just communicate with my team like, okay, you know what? It happened now. Let's not let it happen again. Here are the things we're going to do to make sure it doesn't happen again. It's just part of owning a business and being a good leader. So it's not been something that's been entirely important to me up until I had a team that was in the thick of updating these SOPs with me to like, what I mean by this is like to really look and see how can we perfect the services. I was just so focused on like, let's complete the services. Let's follow some sort of process. Let's make sure that everything's data driven and strategy backed. Like that's, 100% been the focus but then you look deeper than that and like there need to be processes and there need to be things for your team to follow to make sure that it's done the same way and the right way every time. So I'm going to give you some examples of services. I'm going to stop being like vague and ambiguous. (laughs) I'm going to give you some examples of where we found holes and how we're fixing them before we even consider offering anything new within our business. And just keep in mind part of this is client feedback and part of it's just going through processes and finding those holes like via moments of like failure (laughs) to put it plainly. Okay so one of the things is our 90 day plan service. So we this was this service sold like hotcakes last year. I mean literal hotcakes and I and, and let me just back up and tell you about the service before I tell you why I think it sold like hotcakes. So basically the idea was you come to us, you have goals over the 30, 60, 90 days um, and also up until the next year. So what are we look at the big picture? What are your goals? And then we narrow down into a 90 day plan that's like here are all the things you need to do to hit those goals. Now, what this ended up being with a lot of the clients we worked with are just some like foundational marketing things that didn't exist, like no nurture sequences, um, no real like top of funnel, like marketing plan to, you know, get leads and draw leads in. And so a lot of it was foundational. In this 90 day plan service, we would map out what is your marketing, what like what are your points of attraction look like? How do people discover you? Then how do they become nurtured by you? And then how do they convert at the end of the day? We would really map that out. And we did a robust plan, y'all. It was like, I mean, any of them, if you're listening to this and you've gotten one from us, you know, like it is so thick. And then from there, we literally would map out week by week what you need to do to make sure that you're like working towards this plan over time and also like if you're launching something like what goals in place and like what tactics in place do you need to have to like get to those goals and um eventually towards the end of offering this service 
we would also build this out in their product management tool because we were finding we're like oh man people are having a hard time coming back to a google doc or like they're really they have they're either a one person team or have a very small team and getting that to like go into their project management system too was like a lot of work for them so like we're like you know what keep the price the same. We will also implement this in your project management system for you. And 99% of people who did a service, this service with us after that did that. They put it into their system or we put, sorry, we put it into their system for them. And we were still finding like clients of ours were not responding to our monthly check-ins. So what we would do is deliver the plan and then check in with them monthly. They were not responding to check-ins, like totally ghosting us completely um, or responding and just telling us, hey, I haven't been able to get to XYZ. I've been too busy, blah, 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 blah. Now, the kicker about this is that we literally were like, this plan is molded to fit your capacity. And I really like to think we delivered on that. And so like, I'm not poo-pooing anyone, but it is a question, a major question we have like in our questionnaires, how much time do you have to dedicate? And we build the plan around that. So either we over-delivered, which I am like known to do, so it could happen, or the clients we worked with were not as honest with us or themselves, you know, about what they could really accomplish and how could they be if they didn't quite know exactly what they were getting. Like they did, they knew, but maybe not how robust it would be. So it gave me pause (laughs) to like, I did not want to continue offering the service if we were not like seeing and so several several of our clients took this plan and ran with it i'm not saying this this service was a flop the clients who took it and ran with it and did everything they the plan had consisted of were wildly successful it worked for them but not everyone's going to be like that and i also don't want to spend so much time like vetting people for a service so i was like okay here are all the holes you've just heard all of them how can we make this better the big solution i've come up with is offering it more as an agency service. So we used to have it where you could join our agency, like you could work work with us as a retainer client from a three to, to 12 month commitment. We have now increased that from a six to a 12 month commitment. And that means we come on your team. This is not related to the 90 day plan, but it like is context. So just tune in. So we come in and from between six and 12 months, we implement a strategy for you and we act as your full service like marketing team. The 90 day plan service is now our three month container and it is it is indicative indicative that's not the right word (laughs) inclusive of creating that 90-day plan I just told you about but then being a huge part of implementing it and the price has gone up as a result and we are we you know we have a couple clients who are like we've had sales calls for it and we're getting great feedback from it some people like the price is too high for some businesses But what that does for us is allows us to only work with people who can A, do their part in implementing some of it, but B, allow us to really implement the rest. And it gives them a great taste into like, okay, here are our service offerings. Here's like what it would be like to be our client, but in a much shorter sprint. So I will definitely check back in with you guys and let you know how that goes. But this was such a huge like... I want to say huge undertaking just because our agency is like growing in so many other ways, but I wanted to find something more entry level for people who just need that sprint and like want someone to hold their hand through it. And there's nothing wrong with that. As a business owner, unless you are a marketing agency too, which I don't think you would like buy the service from us if you were, if you're not a marketing agency, like what are you doing spending all of your time in marketing? That's not like where you should be spending your time in ops and client services period. So 
outsourcing something like this is totally warranted. And like the cool thing about it is like we are setting this up to like give our clients all the processes and things they need to continue on their own or build their team around that. Like we've even worked with someone to help them bring on someone to then take on this the rest of like the processes. So we're really excited about that. This was not in any way, shape or form you pushing the service, but showing you like here are the holes and like here's how we're fixing it really excited to be offering that now. And like I said, I'll check in with you guys and let you know how that ends up. But yeah, I mean, I we do so well at selling our web design service, which I'm actually going to talk about that in a second and how like the holes there created XYZ over here. But we're so good at selling that service and we are so good at our retainer business and like we thrive in that area. And the 90 day plan was just sitting over there like a freaking black sheep because it was hard to implement and hard to sell. Well, it became hard to sell because we weren't pushing it and because it just like is not effective as the service that it was unless someone was just like really ready to go all in on their own marketing. So yeah, that's what happened there. Now, the other side of things is this dev day service we have. So we've been selling this like hotcakes too. And basically you get a website in a day based on either a template or we like seriously upgrade the site you already have. And we do this with like show the show it websites because we're show it design partners. We get a lot of site traffic from that and people asking, hey, can you like just finish my template for us? And so this service is awesome. And, and when done right and well, it can be just like, it's just kind of revolutionary in my opinion for for like having a website done for you so quickly. But there's a lot that goes into it. Like we have a site strategy call two weeks prior and then the actual like day of development. And just if you don't know how it works, like dev day is where we come in at 9 a.m. and by 5 p.m. or 4 p.m. like you have a completed website. But there's so much that goes into that. There's so many things that like we need from the client. And that full day sometimes cannot be enough time. And that's what we're running into. So that for that full day, nine to five, guys, we are averaging like 20 to 25 hours behind the scenes as a full team to complete that, which is almost as much as a fully custom website, like in terms of time spent. Now, the difference is fully custom, like we are using our creative brains to fully customize and design a new site. And like there's other tools we use. So, okay, different. But to spend that much time, the same amount of time on a dev day service because it's a lot more manpower, it just was not working for us. <laughs> so uh, what we decided to do was peel back. So I'm actually moving pretty much out of most of the involvement. Like I'm still involved in strategy, but like my team's going to handle the actual day of development. We are increasing the total amount of time, like the day. So it was nine to four. Now we're doing like nine to five. We've um, put up firmer boundaries because we were running into this issue where the clients wouldn't get us the copy till two days prior. We'd look at the copy if they wanted to do the copy on their own is what I mean. We'd look at the copy and it was like, oh, no, no, no. Like from a strategic standpoint, like we didn't feel comfortable implementing it or think that it would be an effective user experience. And so we would have to like push back on the client and say, okay, no, here are all the edits we think you should make and then come back and like we wouldn't be prepared for the day of development. So we're pushing back with like much firmer deadlines to the client. And then the actual day of development has a different structure and we're pulling in resources internally where we need to. But this came to be because we sat down and we we're like, okay, how, what are we averaging for all of our clients for dev day? And like we were looking at those numbers and we're not saying how can we cut hours, but rather how can we be more efficient, which in turn helps us to definitely cut some time. You know, we had clients wanting like super custom features, which take 
time. So we're thinking, okay, how can we make those custom features within our template library, copy those over on the day of development, and then customize to them? And that's really the purpose of the entire development day. You're not meant to get a fully custom website. You're meant to get a heavily customized website based off a template. And so really, it was just like kind of pushing us back into reality here on like, what's realistic? What's the best use of our time? How can we not heavily impact our profit margins by offering such an an efficient service that's also just really good? At the end of the day, like we want to deliver a good product that we can brag about, but we also don't want to impact our profit margins because we want to take team retreats to get better. We want to go to conferences to learn more and expand our skill set. We want to be able to compensate our team accordingly, like pull everyone up to full time if like that's what they want. And so we have to do those things by being more efficient so we can take on more clients and accomplish that. So (laughs) thank you for tuning in to my, um, let's just call this like heavily improvised episode because usually when I do solo episodes, I've got like quite an outline and today I have like five bullets and I just wanted to kind of vent and rant about services. And like, I hope this was a great like inside peek into my brain about how you can't just like shiny object syndrome. This person's offering this service. I should offer it too. Or a client comes to you and like wants a service that you could potentially offer, but don't. And like, there's so many things that need to go into that before you can do that, especially if you have a team. Like, I just couldn't imagine like expanding services without a team. But even like you need the buy-in from the team. You need processes in place All of that can be so daunting if you're listening to this and you're like, I don't have, I have zero processes for my services. I would just say like the next time you execute a service, start there. Just start writing down everything that's involved in it. Involve your team in it, like have them take a look at it and add their edits. But having those processes will help you from letting things fall through the cracks, from frustration and tension with your clients. Like all of this is so, so, so important. And, you know, we're mastering these things now. We're giving it a shot this next quarter. And then I really do want to, I hope to add in more services into our arsenal because what that does is just makes our clients more better. (laughs) Okay, there's this like commercial right now on the radio. It's like, we make it way more better. Anyways, um, I think it's like a roofing company. (laughs) I can't even remember. Uh, I think it's a roofing company. No, wait, maybe it's a garage door company. I don't know. The things that come into my mind, y'all, I have ADD. What do you want from me? (laughs) So yes, you need to improve your services. Literally deliver such a good service. Consistently get good client feedback. Then maybe think about adding in new services because those problems that you have with your current services are going to carry over into the new ones is all I'm saying. So yeah, there's my deep breath. There's the end of my rant. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode. We have some incredible guests coming up this season. And just as a reminder, if you think you've got something to contribute to She's Busy AF, I want to hear it. Message us on Instagram. We'll talk about it. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in. See you on the next episode. Bye.